All right, hello and welcome back to an exciting episode of Classical Pairings. I am your host, Nick Johnson. I'm with Classical Music Indie. And in this show, I get the joy of traveling around and meeting all sorts of wonderful and creative people in and around Indianapolis and occasionally around the world. Um, and I get to sample some amazing beers, cocktails, desserts. Uh, and today, for I think the first full episode, we have wine, uh, which I am super excited about. I've, I've written about a couple of the local wineries and Note Magazine for Classical Pairings, um, but I don't think we've done a full episode on wine. And I'm, I'm excited because I am hopefully going to learn a whole lot more than I know about wine, because I know that... Um, I like it. That's about what I know. So we're going to build on that. Um, and along the way, we're going to pick some music to pair with this wine. Um, we're going to have a good time. But I'm sitting here. My guest today is Nicole Kearney. I, we are at Sip and Share, um, known as the, the winery. I, see, I can't read my handwriting here. <laughs> we were joking about this with Nicole. The, what, what's the name? The, so the tagline again? Sip and Share Wines, and it's a working winery. A working winery. Yeah. I wish I could read my own handwriting, but that's all right. So we're currently in the production space. Uh, they're going to have um, a tasting room open at some point soon, so keep an eye out for that. But I'm sure there's many places that you can get their wines, and I hear that they're all over town and apparently the country doing tastings. We are. Very, we're, very we're in Total Wine um, in two locations now. Okay. Nora, Greenwood, and there'll be Hamilton Town Center and Carmel opening in next month. Okay, fantastic. So if you, uh, we're going to be talking about a few different wines here in a little bit. And if anything catches your ear and you want to give it a taste, it sounds like there's some good places that you can grab it here in town. Um, all right. So t tell me just a little bit about the uh, what, Sip and Share. The, I don't know, give, yeah. give, me the, give me the quick why. The why. Maybe the so, when. Yes. Yeah, so we've been um, a winery since 2018, but we've okay. been in business since 2016, um, bringing small boutique, boutique producers to people's homes. Mm -hmm. Then, of course, we know what happened to that. So yeah. we pivoted <laughs> right okay. before that into a winery. Okay. We always made sangria. So now we make about 13 different wines. Okay. All of our wines are vegan. We're the okay. only black-owned vegan winery in the United States. Okay. So now we make all vegan wine. We travel around the country pouring for the mm -hmm. people. And Indianapolis is our base where we do all the productions. We do everything from labeling, capsuling, mm -hmm. and actually making the wine here in the working wine. Mm -hmm. So talk to me about um, vegan winery. What exactly does, as somebody who doesn't really know anything about making wine, I, I know yeah. the grapes happen and then wine happens. <laughs> right. And that's um, usually what people say. So when you get wine, you see how you can see through it. It's clear. Mm -hmm. So when people buy wine, they want their wine to be really clear, really nice. And so that process is called filtering or mm -hmm. fining. Mm -hmm. And most wineries use animal byproducts. It could be egg oh, whites, okay. crustaceans. Pork bladder, milk gelatin, yeah. Okay. I know, pork all bladder. those things. Okay. I don't mean. know if I've ever picked up notes of pork bladder. Yeah, and so it's, it's used and, you know, goes down and it's filtered through okay. and then it, it, it comes out, you know, so it does fill, uh, sink to the bottom. So okay. we use clay. So okay. most people understand like bitnite clay, you've ever mm -hmm. had a clay mask or anything. Mm -hmm. So it does the same thing. It pulls out on the impurities, whatever proteins or whatever okay. yeast is left, and then it drops to the bottom. So that's okay. what makes it vegan. So we don't use anything that had a mother. Oh, okay, okay. And yes. then, um, so where are your grapes grown? Are um, Lodi, California. So okay. Right now, everything comes out of Lodi. We are going to start planting in the next season, uh, mm -hmm. spring season. Mm -hmm. We'll be planting in North Carolina, which is my family okay. home. Okay. So we're going to plant a couple acres there. Um, and then it takes three years for those yeah. to even come to fruition. Okay. Three to five years to come to fruition. Yeah. Because I think people don't necessarily think of Central Indiana as a wine hub. And I think right. largely we don't have, as far as I understand it, 
fantastic growing conditions here, but I don't really sure. know much about growing grapes. Right. I, I don't know. Is that largely true, though? That... It is. It's And what we can grow here, but mm-hmm. now climate change has kind of okay. been happening around the world, or yeah. however you want to look at that. Yeah. <laughs> and so now you can grow some colder things here, which up north you can do mm-hmm. some really good things. And then down south, the weather's getting warmer, so we can do a few more things. So I think people okay. now are experimenting with, like, let's do Cabernet Sauvignon mm-hmm. the, mm-hmm. the, and then Riesling up here in the northern things. Mm-hmm. So I think... It's unfortunate maybe in the next 10 years yeah. that Indiana will really be able to grow a lot of things that are we think is you know typical California grapes. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. So what, uh, if, if people have had you before, is there a one or two of your wines that people might know the most? I know we're going to sample some here yes. in a minute, but with, if, uh, or if somebody goes to the store and sees you on the shelf, what, what are you kind of wanting them to maybe grab first? Um, always thinking about Conjure. Um, okay. Which is my personal. And we're going to get the sample. Yeah, we're going to sample that. Okay, um, probably the next one people like is our in our sweet set is um, our love because it okay. tastes like a Jolly Rancher, like a watermelon okay. Jolly oh, Rancher. Okay. It's all your red fruit, strawberry, cherry, okay. raspberry, okay. Um, and then I think probably and then the in between for the whites would be this, the Chardonnay, and we're going to try that. Too. Okay, talk to me about the names. Oh, so I want it. So people go to get wine. We mm-hmm. all weren't. We didn't all get socialized with wine, so mm-hmm. we don't. No one wants to look uneducated, so nobody wants to say, "Oh, I can't pronounce something like Cabernet Sauvignon." Yeah. So yeah. you want to still be able to get it because you like, you know, you like the dry red wine, mm-hmm. and that's what most people say. I like dry red wine. Yeah. So you can tell. So we wanted to give it something easy. Conjure is a Zinfandel. Mm-hmm. Our gratitude is our Cabernet Sauvignon and Merlot blended together. Mm-hmm. So names that not only give you a really good feeling. Mm-hmm. But also it's something you can, we can all say manifest. We can all mm-hmm. say conjure, you know, those, mm-hmm. you know, intention. We can say those names. So it also gives you a warm, fuzzy feeling inside, mm-hmm. but you can say it. And then you feel like, yes, yeah. I, can, I can drink wine and I can pronounce the name. Yeah, no, I appreciate that. That's and, nice. Yes. <laughs> um, and so uh, did the words, like they all seem powerful, I think. Is, yeah, is that kind of powerful and inspirational. And that's mm-hmm. what we want. We want people, um, mm-hmm. we connect community with wine. Mm-hmm. And so we want people to have that like connection. And so like we just did a tasting at the fairground Saturday mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Lydia was like, oh, I want to try. And she's like, oh, no, no, I want to do manifest because I'm trying to manifest something. So let me oh, have okay. that one. Yeah. And so it just changes sometimes what people were thinking they want to try. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, mm-hmm. it's a Chardonnay. I don't like Chardonnays. Mm-hmm. I like Chardonnay. And we're yeah. like. Yeah. yeah, it's just okay. the style you've had. So yeah. it gets people also to try something new. Yeah. So if it was just labeled Chardonnay, they would be like, I don't want that. Okay. I don't like Chardonnay. Yeah. But then yeah, they yeah. see the word and they're like, oh, that's a word I like. Yeah. And then they're okay. like, let me do that with that nice. word. Yeah. And we so, gotcha. <laughs> so how did how did you get into wine then? So um, I like the art and the science of it. Mm-hmm. And so I'm a writer by trade. Um, I was that kid in high school, um, super nerdy. And so I did like AP chemistry and all that mm-hmm. in high school. And so those two things are just married together. And then my family home is in North Carolina. Mm-hmm. So it's a very um, agricultural based family. And mm-hmm. so our families, a lot of black and brown families made mm-hmm. something under the kitchen sink or a lot of Southern families, I would say. There was something under the mm-hmm. sink or in the basement that, you know, your grandma, grandpa said, don't touch. So they were making their own whatever. Mm-hmm. And so that's kind of my family's done it. We had wild grapes. And now I'm just kind of like reaching back and bringing that tradition mm-hmm. back forth mm-hmm. and doing it again. So it's mm-hmm. like generations later, like yeah. we're making wine family. And nice. they're like, you're crazy. So you feel like a connection then to your Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Like back to my roots, mm-hmm. back to the agriculturalism. Like a lot mm-hmm. of people left the South for the you know industrial mm-hmm. North. Yeah. And my family's back down there. So I'm mm-hmm. like, yeah, we're going to, we're going to do this. We're yeah. going to do this. Yeah, fantastic. Um, I'm changing 
drastically. I'm looking at the caps here. Yes. Do, do you do twist off or cork? No, they are cork. These okay. are just bottles that we had in our wine fridge. So these are just um, taste what you call taster corks. Okay. So we just it. put these in. So to, you can to, pop them out. Yeah, quickly, to, yeah. Yep. So when people come, it's okay. like super easy. But this does bring up an ignorant question of wine. Because I'm, I'm ignorant, I mean. What's the difference between a twist off and a cork wine? It's preference. Okay, so it's just what the winemaker feels like doing? It's a preference. You can keep okay. it a little longer with the uh, twist off. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, it makes it easier where you don't need a corkscrew yeah. anywhere yeah. you open the bottle. Yeah. I mean, so it's convenient. Okay. It is super convenient. I just like the... Romance. Yeah, of it. I just like... <laughs> and we were just talking about that. Just yeah. the whole... Yeah. You know, that, that whole exercise of doing yeah. it. It's just sexy. Yeah. No, it and is. And if, like, you get yes. a, if you twist the cork just right, you, you get the little... Right, and so it's just that whole, like, oh. It's very different than opening. Yeah, and it's like, you get a little, and you're like, that looks fun. So, yeah, I think it's just, but, yeah, we all our stuff comes in court. Well, we do have stuff. We will taste something that comes in a bottle that is just a twist-off top. So we do a little bit of everything. We do our wine in regular bottles. We do them in small bottles. We're going to try our newest release, which is a sip Korea, and then we do canned wine, too. Okay. So, oh, can wine. Okay. Yes. Uh, that's fantastic. Do you, like, keep the same ABV in a can wine? Uh, no. How is, the, how is a can wine different than a bottled wine? Um, it's, it's the same thing. We just put mm -hmm. it in a can, um, okay. and it's all vegan still. Everything we make mm -hmm. is vegan, and it's not carbonated, because that's one of my big things. It's uh, like okay. every time I get a can wine, it's carbonated, and yeah. it's like my stomach's like, ah, we didn't really uh, like that. Okay, so these okay. are just still wines, and um, four we make four of them, and mm -hmm. one of them we're going to, we had in a bottle for a limited time. We're going to mm -hmm. bring it back, I think. For the holiday season, okay, and um, the other three you'll be able to get in a can. Okay, okay. Um, so you say you do a whole bunch of tastings. Yes. Um, what can someone expect if they run into you in one of your tastings? Ooh, so real fun. We make okay. wine fun because okay. wine has been this traditional like hoity-toity, very mm -hmm. highly elevated. We're yeah. fun, so we can take okay. people through what we call a sip experience. Okay. Which is a wine experience with sip and share wine. So mm -hmm. we're going to walk you through. We're going to give you wine education. Mm -hmm. We're going to talk about anything like how do you hold a glass. Give mm -hmm. you some real quick pointers on how you can actually take a bottle, go anywhere you want, you know, anywhere to buy wine, and figure out if it's the wine you want to buy in mm -hmm. three minutes or less. Okay. So we just give you really quick tips that you can remember. We call them sip tips. Okay. Things that you can remember. Okay. And that's what people take forward. And they're like, mm -hmm. I know now how to get wine in three minutes or less in any store I've gone to. So we're like, yeah. Okay. <laughs> and they're like, now I judge people when I see them holding the wine glass wrong. So okay. all the super things that you didn't want to create. But right. yeah, it's like, super fun. Is this things. right? Yes. Oh, okay. So it is I picked, by the stem. I picked it up by the stem. Yeah, by the stem or the base. I got base. nervous here. But the base, I've never done that. Some people, I feel like know, I'm going to spill it. If right. Well, some people's hands are, are like, they feel it's big. They can okay. do that, but a lot of people, if you hold it by the bowl, mm -hmm. it unnaturally heats up your wine, yeah, and then okay. you also get fingerprints. Okay. And wine is a social drink, so we're usually talking to people, we're yeah. walking around, we're hanging yeah. out, and so now here you're like, and so um, that's probably my only like wine mm -hmm. thing is when I see someone, I'm like, ah, <laughs> like I'm in restaurants. That's the one thing you can be yeah. a snob about. Yeah. I am. I'm like, oh, some people come here. <laughs> and they're always like, um, so I went to it. We did a big tasting. We yeah. were invited. Our wine was poured, and the young man who was was handling all the wine. Um, it was so funny because after you know we I spoke we spoke on the side, mm -hmm. and then he kept looking at me. He's like, I got it, I got it, I got it. <laughs> and then everybody just was like, what is going on? So he started telling everybody, and they yeah. were like, what? So now everybody in the room is like super self conscious. I'm in there. I I'm, see, yeah. I'm eating and drinking. I don't care what they're doing. Yeah. But yeah, super fun to um, okay. just yeah. How do you feel about pinky out with the stuff? Yeah, so that, yeah. A lot of my friends do pinky out. I was like, I'm not that ostentatious. <laughs> Just, I, I think I, I like am. Stim glasses, I, yeah. I, I like stem glasses. Um, I'm coming into stemless. 
Just yeah, because I, I was going to ask. Did you get angry it. with steam, stemless wine glasses? You know, I don't prefer them. I didn't even own any really except uh-huh. for like when I went to events. Mm-hmm. But I just got gifted like a set of, mm-hmm. um, actually from Total Wine, when we just okay. opened yeah. a new store with them. And um, we got a set of, mm-hmm. of Riedel okay. um, Crystal. Um, and it's a, all of them are, you know, oh, and I'm like, Yes, so now that's the glasses we can use um, okay. in the backyard, or in the fire pit, or in the uh, garage okay. hanging out. Okay. And so I, and so I'm like, okay, you all. And, and my <laughs> so friends are like, okay. wow. So they had to be crystal wine glasses <laughs> for you to be that snooty to let us use them. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, pretty much, pretty much. And so I like good wine glasses. So that's my okay. other thing. I like really good wine glasses. Okay. Um, all right, I have maybe an unusual question here. Yes. Um, because this is, uh, eventually we're going to start talking about music here in a little bit. Um, and you, you brought up bougie, so I think that this question's okay. Because I was, speaking of bougie, last week I was in Brazil um, at a contemporary music festival. And I happened to strike up a conversation with a sommelier while I was there. Um, and there's a sommelier who also knows music very well. And he was talking about how they've done experiments on how even experienced wine drinkers, how much the, what they taste in the wine is influenced by the sound and the light of the environment that they're in. And he actually told me one story that they did one where they had four, dif- four different wines and they were subtly changing the music and the light and people scored them differently, but they were all the same wine. They were exactly yeah. the same wine. Yes, <laughs> I, so I just I was, saw that. I've, been, I've just been itching to talk to somebody about this who understands more about wine than I do. Because to me, it's that true. was just sort of fascinating. So what do you think about how sound and things like lighting and environment change the all way you taste? All of it changes it. All okay. of it. And your, why, and why your muscle you memory. Is? I think it's muscle memory and sense memory. So hmm, that okay. music and that lighting mm-hmm. gives you a different um, sense of mood and place. Okay. And that's going to change how you view things. Just like food okay. does it. Mm-hmm. You could drink a wine. Um, I said I didn't like Viognier. Mm-hmm. I was like, Vignette is the worst wine on the planet. Okay. And I was at an event. And <laughs> Wait, which one? That's tasting the, wine. Is that a green wine? Or, so um, or a white it's, wine? It's, a real, it's white wine and it's really crisp and fruity I think, I think and floral. Okay. Okay. But, and, and a producer heard me say it. Yeah. So I okay. turned around to go to you know, yeah. his table and he was like, yeah. ma'am, I'd like you to try this glass. And I was like, okay, okay you know, that's what I'm here yeah. for. And I was yeah. like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. Like, yeah. I love this. And he starts laughing. And I was like, oh. <laughs> he was like, so this is Australian Viognier and you had French Viognier. So you don't dislike being yeah, you just like where it's from. Oh, and I was like, interesting. Okay. You are absolutely right. And huh, so from okay. now I only drink Australian Viognier. Okay. But okay. it's um yeah, it's I think it's place. It's also what you pair it with. Like you said, mm-hmm. it's music. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna drink a different type of wine if I'm at the jazz club. Yeah. Versus if I go down to Slippery Noodle. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Or if I'm going to hear Kendrick Lamar in concert. Yeah, like my yeah. pre-game wine is going to be totally different, or I'm going yeah. to a Pacers game. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm probably going to get a cocktail there. Yeah, yeah. you know. Yeah, that makes sense. I, I do beer, but uh-huh. if you don't have a good craft beer, then I'm going to get a cocktail. Yeah. So it's just yeah, it does influence it, and mm-hmm. that can be like oh, or I'll drink wine, like you said, light. I'll give you perfect. We went to a wine tasting, live band, mm-hmm. playing music, just beautiful. Drinking wine, I buy mm-hmm. all these bottles. I get mm-hmm. home, and I'm like. I don't like this one. <laughs> why, why, is my, why did we buy this? Yeah. And we all tasted it. We're like, it tasted so much. It was the mood and the yeah, ambiance and the bands. And, yeah. and I was like, we don't, well, I don't know. Like so we, we just, we turned yeah. them into popsicles. Yeah. And did some other stuff. Okay. But, but we just didn't like, like them okay. anymore. So it okay. is very true yeah. that 
it, it all changes. Yeah, yeah that's interesting. Changes. So I'm, I'm curious to think, I think I do most of the same thing we're talking about, depending on where you're going, uh, what you might have. The only thing I would do, I, I would at the Chatterbox to hear jazz or at a Pacers game, I would pretty much always get a whiskey. But Right, and that is a bourbon whiskey when you're going to the Chatterbox, it's yeah, bourbon or whiskey. Yeah, but if I was at the jazz club, mm. I would probably get a red wine, just exactly. you know, feel sophisticated. You would. You get a dry uh, yeah, red at, wine, at, at you're like... Jazz kitchen, yeah. So yes, and so yeah. think of that, and, and people yeah. don't even realize that. Like, yeah. Okay. When you go places, what you're going to get? Like when I yeah. go to Louisville, I went to graduate school in Louisville. Uh-huh. I'm going to have bourbon at some yeah. point. Yeah. When I'm in Louisville. Yeah. Of like, course. Yeah, yeah, or yeah, I'm going to have a wine that was aged in a bourbon barrel. Mm, yeah. So yeah, yeah. Of course. Always, always, always. So then, uh, if someone wants to, to to live the full experience, let's say they had a. Um, Pacers game to the chatterbox after. What would you get? What would you? What would you tell them again? Maybe I'm getting too specific here. So no, I maybe would, I'm just excited for basketball season. I know, me too. Start again, so <laughs> I would do. I would start at the Pacers, and if you're just a, a beer fan, you could just mm-hmm. get you know local. I mean, well, yeah. no, not a local. If you're a local beer fan, mm-hmm. I would get something from Upland, probably mm-hmm. their Velvet Champagne. Okay, yep. so that was what I would start with, yeah. and I would drink that during the pastry game. Okay, and then I would leave there, and when I went to the chatterbox. I'm definitely getting red wine. Okay. I'm definitely yeah. getting a good red wine, probably a red blend. Okay. Yeah, and that's going to be my thing. And then if I left there and let's see, where else? Because I go, if I went <laughs> Now to we're like, getting late in the night, though. Get, yeah, teens. I would go down to teens. Okay, okay. Yeah. And I would get, yeah, anything they were going to give me. That's a, okay. <laughs> any, any, any cocktail. Usually mine's going to be tequila based. Okay. So I'm getting yeah. something with tequila in it and a really fun cocktail. Okay. Like that's how I'm going to yeah. get my night. Okay. That sounds pretty good. Yeah. That sounds like a pretty good. Yeah, let's like, see. That's yeah. that's my kind of. Yeah. And then I get home. I'm gonna have tea. Okay. <laughs> so yes. t- uh, talk about why the red blend. Because you usually get to the best of like multiple worlds. So okay. um, we make like a Cabernet Sauvignon and Merlot, but I mm-hmm. like a good Zinfandel and a Cab and Merlot, or mm-hmm. I like I like just to try the different grapes and see mm-hmm. how they kind of mesh together. Mm-hmm. Again, it's like music. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's like it meshes together, and it's like, oh, what is this? symphony and what does it taste like and, yeah. and how do those notes yeah. so the w- notes in wine yeah. and how does that pair together to just make this yeah. really smooth blend yeah yeah okay that made me thirsty so let's okay, go ahead and do one here where, where do you want okay. to start we're going to start with the manifest okay. chardonnay so okay. um white wine that is um it's going to get all the expression of mm-hmm. the wine so it is really crisp. It is really fruit forward. Mm-hmm. Um, it's oat aged for about three to four months. And then we finish it um, in stainless steel. So most people are used to a really buttery California Chardonnay. Yeah. But this yeah. is a creamy versus buttery. So we also stir it up on the yeast. So we keep okay. it in the, in the when we're, after we ferment it, we stir it up on the mm-hmm. yeast. It gives it a really creamy mouthfeel. But when you smell it, you're smelling fruit. Mm-hmm. You know, you're getting maybe a little pineapple, green apple, and then and when you mm-hmm. taste it, you get that taste. Of so it. all that production, all that aging, that happens here mm-hmm. in this where all that yeah. happens here. So we got one room where we do all the producing, um, and then another room where we do the storage and aging. Yeah. And so it's just really to me, this is the expression. So people are like, I don't like Chardonnay. It's also fourteen mm-hmm. percent. Okay. So it's the high. Well, yeah, that's a little high for Chardonnay, isn't it? It is, um, but my dad really likes Chardonnay, and he's also coming <laughs> yeah. from being a um, a dark spirit drinker. So he was like, "I want something that I can drink and have a glass or two of, mm-hmm. and that's going to yeah. be all I need." Yeah. You know, and so I was like, "I can do that." 
I can no. do that. That's why I call this. I go, this is, this is your daddy's Chardonnay. Okay. And so um, my dad like knows that. when I go to see him, I have a bottle. Yeah. And, mm, or it's ready. He's already nice. got one chilled on his end. And that's what we're going to do. We're going to sit on the porch. Yeah. And because um, my parents live in the middle of nowhere in North Carolina, we're going to sit on the porch. Okay. We're going to watch the sunset. Nice. And we're, my mom knows we're going through a bottle. And then okay. I go in and then my mom will come out and drink with us too and yeah. sit on the porch. And then she yeah. and I are going to have something different because we like dry red. Oh, uh, okay. So we're yeah. going to work through a dry wet red together. So okay. it's, it's nice. about two, three bottle night. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. I have another nerd question here. Sorry. No. When go you, right I, I so I've done some like bourbon toury kind of thing. Oh, yes. So I've gotten some of the steps of tasting. Yes. But um, I never remember all of them. My my question is like very specific. When you smell it, mm-hmm. should the mouth be open or closed? Oh, that's a good question. Let me see. So my mouth is closed. You're not thinking, <laughs> I, didn't think that. You never thought I was of like, it? is that? That's a good question. You know, I think that is personal choice. Okay. Um, There's not like a. I'm not going to embarrass myself. I mean, no. I don't, like I always. I feel like I've seen people do mouth open, but I feel like I'm just like, like they, you, you look kind of silly. So but you, I'm already burying my nose at a wine and drink glass. wise with your nose. Okay. That's what people forget because, well, and that's everything you eat. Yeah. Because your nose gets, like, think about your fork. Your mm-hmm. nose, it hits your nose before it hits your mouth. Yeah, okay. So everything is, is sensory for us through the nose. So that mm-hmm. that smell is always like, what do I smell? And then, you know, we kind of do that stir since you said the steps. So it's yeah. not like... We're going to give it a swirl to open mm-hmm. it up because wine is a living, breathing organism. It's been trapped mm-hmm. in a bottle. Just like us, we wake up in the morning and we need a scratch. <laughs> I like, like how you put that. We're like, what, what does it smell like? Was that like? a sip tip? It's a sip tip. I like See? that. <laughs> it's, a, it's an easy one that you can remember. I'm swirling because yeah. I need to open it up. Yeah, and I need I like to let those aromas breathe. Yeah. Yeah. And then you're like, now what is that aroma? Like, what is what am I smelling? And of course, people talk about legs. So it's like mm-hmm. the higher the alcohol, that's just telling you it's got alcohol in it. The higher yeah. alcohol, the slower it comes down. Okay, yeah. And then you're like, oh, I want to sip it. And does it taste like what I thought it smelled like? Mm-hmm. Sometimes it doesn't for people. And sometimes it does. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, there's no judgment on whether mm-hmm. it does or doesn't for people. Yeah. We're just like, because everybody has something different. Yeah. Um, just like the most um, famous descriptor for Sauvignon Blanc is cat urine. And I want to know who who, <laughs> who who came up with that. And who tasted it <laughs> oh, yeah. to know that that yeah. was going to be a descriptor yeah. that we were going to use forever and ever. And I'm yeah. like, and so that doesn't make you want to taste. <laughs> yeah. Not, nothing in that makes no. you want to run out and taste Whenever that Whenever I forget wine. to clean my cat's litter box, I'm never like, ooh, I want some wine. Right. And that's like, <laughs> oh right. And I'm like, I don't even want to put those two together. So I tell yeah. people, let's think about what we're saying to people. Because a lot of times we're turning people off. Mm-hmm. And then we can just also be too high level yeah. and too blue, yeah. bougie or falluting. Yeah. And that people are like, I smell grapes. Yeah. And yeah. that's okay. It's okay because yeah. that's what it's made of. Yeah. So, <laughs> so it's okay to smell that. Like, and then a lot of other stuff else is you smell <laughs> right, is, is made up. You're like, oh, well, this smells like some old leather tar. And I'm like, yeah. I, you know, I, I, I ate rocks as a kid. Okay. I lick rocks. I did eat some dirt and okay. sand. So those We're things are kids. fair game. Yeah. But after we get into some things, I'm like, mm, no. So yeah. yeah. So I just mm. like the Christmas and the fruit yeah. forwardness. And so a lot of people aren't used to getting that in a California Chardonnay. Mm-hmm. That is typically what they're used to getting. Um, if, if you go to Chablis, which is just French version of mm-hmm. a Chardonnay, that's where you're going to get more Christmas. Okay. And so I spent um, a lot of my life in Europe. My mm-hmm. dad is a retired uh, military. So I got to drink a lot of really good mm-hmm. wine mm-hmm. at a really young age. Yeah. <laughs> um, the drinking age there is pretty young. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, I started drinking, I tell people, like, 9, 10. Okay. Probably 9 yeah. and a half. Yeah, okay. Uh, but you can go in and get beer, 
Like yeah. they, you can go in any bar and they yeah. have Kinder beers. It's very watered yeah, down, yeah, but yeah. you get the experience. Um, we travel yeah. around Italy extensively. Yeah. You are going to get a glass of wine. It's not small, yeah. even as a child, but, but yeah. everybody drinks wine with yeah. a meal. It's like not unheard of. Yeah. So you just kind of learn. And so I was fortunate that I kind of grew up with that, but that mm-hmm. is not common in black and brown households. Okay. Yeah. Spirits are usually what everyone knows, yeah. but I'm like, as we get older, one our body chemistry changes, and we yeah. can't always drink all the stuff. You know, yeah. I can't drink vodka anymore. Yeah, my college yeah. self <laughs> destroyed <laughs> the adult self for me, so we don't yeah, drink I vodka anymore. Yeah. and so now I'm like, okay, I can. And wine for me is the better choice because okay. I don't, you know, especially because our wines are all vegan. Um, yeah. So you're not really getting people are like, oh, but I get hangovers from wine. No, you didn't hydrate. I don't care yeah. what you drink. If you're drinking yeah. whiskey, bourbon, yeah, yeah. tequila, did you drink a glass of wine? Yeah. I mean, of water. Oh, yeah. So I'm a glass of water with every glass of wine. Yeah. And so yeah, I go yeah. home and I'm fine. And everybody's like, oh my God, I had a headache. And yeah. I'm like, <laughs> and, I'm, and so I now order just pictures with my friends. And everybody. I was like, just yeah. when I go and I'm like, yeah. I, I need a bottle, I need a pitcher. And just yeah. give me a whole pitcher of water and cups. And my friend's like, what? Yeah. I was like, trust me, you'll love me tomorrow. <laughs> because yeah, you are going to drink enough that, yeah. 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 So yeah, this is one this of is my really, favorites. Yeah, this yeah. is really delightful. I think I, I'm one of those who. Um, I'm, I'm one of those who doesn't tend to like Chardonnays, um, and I think maybe because uh, sometimes they're so oaky, yes. and if I want oak, I'll drink bourbon. Exactly. Like we already do that. It was already and so anyway, and so then it doesn't taste like grapes. It tastes like. Wood water. It tastes like wood water. Yeah. And, <laughs> uh, but no, this, but like a, a little bit of oak is nice, right? Right, and that's yeah. what you just do. Just, mm-hmm. I mean, you only need. To, I tell people you only need two to three months. Yeah. Especially we use new American oak barrels. Yeah. So it's gonna be quicker. Yeah. Because okay. when you're putting it in that new barrel, it's gonna be quick. You gotta watch it because yeah. sometimes it'll get over oak, and then sometimes we gotta yeah. mix the batches okay, together. Yeah, yeah. But. You just really watch it because that's what I yeah. said. Most people don't even know yeah. that Chardonnay is supposed to be fruit forward. Yeah. And they're like, yeah. oh, but you can still pair this with popcorn. Yeah. A nice, good, buttery popcorn. Mm-hmm. It's great. And um, um, I won't say the name since we're... But there is a great popcorn brand that makes a um, vegan popcorn. Okay. It's butter, but okay. it's, um, you know, vegan butter, and it's amazing. Yeah. And okay. so this is kind of like my um, Netflix. Okay. Yeah. I shouldn't have said that, but... That it's movie, okay. That it's movie, fine. Okay, that's it's fine. Too. You're and, fine. And I'll watch it, and okay. I'll get my popcorn, and, like, this is yeah. what I'm going to drink. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Or just sit outside mm-hmm. with the friends. Yeah, it's... It's got a little... It's kind of playful. It is. I, I don't know. What were we going to say? I'm a sure. little smoky end. Yeah. Like, so the wood I get in the nose, but then it's... I don't get it in the taste. And that's what I don't really like with Chardonnay is when you get the wood on the taste. I don't get that. Um, and then there's like a, a lingering citrus, Ooh, yes. maybe? Citrus is that right? fruit notes, like like a little green apple. Yeah, like on, on the back end, like that's I'm I'm feeling that on the back of my tongue right now. But again, if people said, "I taste like grapes," that's fine. Right, and that's fine. <laughs> I tell people you can say that. That's that's a for real tasting note. Yeah, and yeah. that's what most people say. I smell grapes, but then when people start saying like, "Oh, green apple," they're like, "Oh my gosh!" And again, that's yeah. why I'm saying the sense yeah. memory. Then you're like, "Oh, I know yeah. what a because I know we know what a green apple tastes like. Whether yeah. we like it." Or we hate it. Mm-hmm. We know what a green apple. We know what pineapple tastes like. Yeah. So we yeah. know those things. We know it. Like my thing for Sauvignon Blanc is I had a tasting of my friends last night and I was like, is it grassy? Mm-hmm. He was like, I'll let you taste it. I was like, this is grass. You, you, <laughs> that's all this is. It's freshly mowed grass. Yeah. And you just shoved it in a glass and gave it to me. <laughs> and so I don't. But I did just buy an Austrian 
uh-huh. Sauvignon Blanc bottle. Okay. Because yeah. again, the guy was like, I'm going yeah. to find a Sauvignon Blanc that you will drink. Yeah. And I was like, challenge accepted, okay. let's go. And we sat and we drank through and I was like, I am actually going to buy this yeah. bottle. He was like, okay. are you serious? I was like, yes. Yeah. Because okay. um, I went to like my favorite place on earth. Everybody's like, they smell that Disney World. Mm-hmm. It's not. It's Total Wine. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Total Wine is the favorite place on earth for adults. Okay. Um, and so, yeah, I went there and I literally, he was like, we're going to go through these Sauvignon Blancs. Nice. And I bought that bottle okay. and it was outstanding. And I've had my yeah. friends taste it. Yeah. And then I said, guess what this is? They went through all these things. And I was like, this is Sauvignon Blanc. And they uh-huh. were shocked. They were like, yeah. you, your house never has Sauvignon Blanc. <laughs> I was like, I know this is my standing house okay. Sauvignon Blanc. So like, you said you it's a Austrian? Yeah, it's an yeah. Austrian. A lot of my favorite wines are Austrian. Uh, I lived in Vienna for a couple of years. And so uh, like yes. Grunewald Weiners and Blau Frankish are my, my two, two favorites. Favorite. So I use, I've, I've been in Austria, so I've traveled okay, there. Nice. So yeah. that's why I tell people. And but pe- again, people can't even say it again because people can't pronounce it. Uh, Blau Frankish? People can't pronounce it. Okay. Yeah. They, yeah, that's true. But I mean, in Austria they can because they, they, speak, can, they right. speak German. They speak German. <laughs> right. But see, then you have to give Americans a different name. Yeah. It's got umlauts on it. It's hard to right. convince them. When they get the umlauts, they're like, yeah. what just happened with it? Is it a... Yeah. It's like, just ooh. Yeah. Ooh. And they're like... Yeah. But unfortunately, American culture doesn't always like to learn yeah. different languages. Yeah. Yeah. And I come from a multilingual yeah. family. So my oh, family wonderful. speaks yeah. German. My family speaks yeah. English, Mandarin, Chinese, Japanese, Fantastic. and Spanish. Okay. Wow. So yeah. We're... Okay. We're an well eclectic... Rounded. Yeah. A really yeah. eclectic family. So you want to go to Red... Well, actually, we need to pick some music for this. Oh, first. we need to pick music. Yes. Yeah. So I, I was thinking about some pieces earlier Ooh. that I like with wine. I think I do. I'm going to go with this one uh, for this um, because I liked uh, the sort of. Can I have another tiny little taste? Yes, I was going to ask you if yeah, you yeah. like some. Especially while we listen here in a second, I'm yes. going to need just a little more. Um, I, I like the sort the sort of light, florid, and I said playfulness. Yeah. The piece that I thought of is by Maurice Ravel. Mm-hmm. Um, it's called um, Jado. I believe is how you pronounce that. I don't know, do you speak French also? I do not speak okay. French, no. Nor do I, but Jadot, which as far as I understand it, it means playful water or water mm. games or something Ooh. or that kind of thing. And wine is mostly made from water. Yeah, and so it, I thought uh, it's lighthearted and crisp piece of music. So we're going to give it a listen here. Yes. So let's listen to Maurice Ravel, uh, Jadot, and then you can tell me if you think that this pairs with this wine very well okay. or not.
Nicole, what do you think? Do you do a Jado? Do you think it oh, matches well with Manifest? Perfectly. Good. Like, Thank you. I'm going to go kind of backwards. To okay, forward. please do. So kind of that robust sound, mm-hmm. you know, the piano. To me, that's like, that gives me the oak. Like it's time to come out of the oak barrel. Hmm. Like the oak has done its job. Okay, so yeah. it's time. The wine's talking to you. Yes. And it's telling like, you, we're ready to come out. It, we're ready to come out. Yeah. And then we kind of go back through it. <laughs> yeah. And then it's like, then you have that run and it's like green apples. Yeah. It's like we're running through the fields and it's yeah. fall. And it's mm. crisp. Okay. It's the crisp fall weather. Um, so it's like we're, we're just leaving summer and it's we're just getting into the crisp evening air. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And it's just time like, to relax at the end of yeah. the day. It's like yeah. I'm home. Mm-hmm. Ah, I want to sit down and yeah. I want to sit on my porch and I want to just, yes, because rest yeah. is restorative. Yeah, I like that. I think one of the things about that piece that I really like, this is not yet about the wine, is that, so this is early 1900s in France, but it's, it almost sounds like jazz. I mean, like We were talking about the chatterbox and it would not be weird to hear a piece like that there. That's true. Um, it would probably then, they'd, then the jazz band would start playing again. But then, you know what I mean? There's with the the harmonic language mm-hmm. is so at, at times it's very light, but at times it's very heavy and weighty. Yes, uh, and I think so, that's so it's what not that just silly piano right? that don't that was like the yeah, heavy. Exactly. That's that yeah. reminds that's what I say that oak yeah. barrel. Like, yeah, that yeah. gave me the heavy, but it was still yeah. very like you said, floral and light. And you're right, that was very jazz. Yeah, like uh, harmonically. Like, yes, harmonically. Yes. What it's missing is the African American rhythms. Right, and the African rhythms that end up becoming jazz in some ways, right? Yeah, like, well, that's a different lecture, but, but it's still <laughs> like, the piano. Yeah. yeah, the harmonic, the piano, that still yeah. gives me that. Yeah, absolutely. Like that good, like mm-hmm. a nice good jazz solo, like I'm like Monk yeah. would run that. Yeah. That yeah. would be a Monk run. Yeah, you can see that. A really quick yeah, Monk yeah. run, like in between, like when he's just doing, mm-hmm. just he's freestyling, he's just yeah, doing yeah. it. He yeah. would bring some of that classical oh, absolutely. into absolutely. it. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely, yeah. And then, yeah, move it yeah, around. So, that. yeah. Nina Simone can do that. Oh, a, a Nina lot can of do that. Yeah. yeah. So, I'm a huge jazz fanatic, too. And I grew up. My mom's from Harlem. Oh, okay. So, Fantastic, yeah. yeah. And we are in, um, actually, we'll drink more wine here in a second. But <laughs> when, when I, so, I moved to Indianapolis uh, seven or eight years ago to, to start teaching at Butler. Mm-hmm. And one of the first things that I discovered, because I hardly knew anything about the city, was that there's actually a pretty good jazz scene here. Very good. And that most nights of the week, I can hear jazz somewhere, which uh, which is not true in most Midwestern cities of our size. Um, that and, is very true. And I've gotten to know some really great players uh, in this city. But, yeah. Um, anyway, th- that was a classical piece, and this is yes. a classical show. There's a lot of great jazz music. Yeah. It's, it's all beautiful right. music and, and beautiful wine. <laughs> musicians in the city. That's that's yeah. what I found. That mm-hmm. the musicians here in the city are amazing, and um, I think people also look at classical music very. Um, Again, culturally, I'll say classical mm-hmm. music is not something black and brown families, mm-hmm. again, are used to. So yeah. people like, I wouldn't go to an opera. And I'm like, yeah. again, because they're like, I can't understand. Yeah. But if you could give them like, how does that make you feel? Yeah. You don't have to even understand the words. Yeah. You know, it took yeah, me years yeah. to understand an Italian yeah. opera. Yeah. Years. Mm-hmm. But I know how it makes me feel. Yeah. And I, so I can go watch it. Yeah. Yeah, so it's I like, agree. I want to go see an opera. I'm like, that's my, one of my life goals is to write an opera. Yeah. Well, that'd be, wow. yeah, I, mean, I like that goal. Yeah, that's, that's one pretty of my exciting. Goals. I just okay. wrote a, okay. like another note to myself. I'm going to start with like a 
20 minute opera. Okay. But that yeah. is a goal for myself in by yeah, 2023. Nice little one act. Yeah, just yeah, short, I sweet. Like, like yeah. let's get it done. Let's see if we can do it. Yeah, that's great. So, that's like, yeah. Yeah. so are you ready for Let's do it. Yeah. Okay. So now we're going to go dry red. And I don't know why. So we've manifested. Dry. Now we're conjuring. Yeah, and right? now this we're conjuring. conjuring. Okay, perfect. So this is. Um, this was in Forbes. Forbes called this one of okay. the um, one of the ten wines of the summer you should drink. I okay. call this the quintessential barbecue cookout wine. Okay. So it is um, a dry red. It has been oaked aged for at least twelve months. Okay. Um, and then we finished it in the bottle. We let it. Or, and I could have just left the top off. We let it finish um, in the bottle, aging, and it is just really. Um, one of our customers says it's sexy. Okay. We kind of try to make sure the tannins aren't too dry because that's the thing people mm-hmm. are like, oh, it gets me in back here. Yeah. Um, but it's really, really super fun. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll let you taste it and let me okay. tell me what you think. I'm smelling here by making sure my mouth is closed. <laughs> I wonder how much the mic picks up when I'm smelling with my mouth. That would be interesting <laughs> to go back and listen to that. All right. Yeah. So mm, I can I can smell the richness. Yes. So you get that and then again if you look. Um, about 13%, like sort of, so you can okay, see yeah. those those legs coming yeah, down. I need to let it dance a little bit here. Yeah, and it's just um, the purple color. That's mm-hmm. the other thing. Like, I always do the C with people to, like, kind of look into the yeah. middle. But it, the color, I love Zinfandel 1, the color. Mm-hmm. The color is just, like, unlike anything else. Yeah. But it's also just, you know, the with this you're getting, well, I'll, I'll let you tell me what you might. Well, okay. Sorry, I'm, I'm just noticing how much... You reminded me to give it a little spin here, which is another thing you can do with a stem glass. And, right. Um, and this is also why you don't fill the glass to the top. Exactly. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not splashing it all over the place. You can always like, pour more. Right, you can always <laughs> pour more. And I tell people to start with a little. Yeah. Um, but I'm noticing between smell one and smell two how much it changed, actually. Um, because smell one, you I didn't... got so much more fruit in smell two. Yes. I didn't get the fruit in the first smell. Yes. But that sort of opened itself up. So that's that fruit forwardness that mm-hmm. we want people to yeah. get. Yes. And Zinfandel is really known for its fruit. Ooh. That's what it's all about. And some people say, I don't like a Zinfandel. It is the true expression of a grape. Like. This is great. Yes. This, this is, is I just great. tell people, this is what, uh, this is what saying grape to glass is all about. And we just give it a little help along the way. Again, the oak barrel is to kind of smooth out the tannins, but it also gives you baking spices. Mm-hmm. You're going to get a little vanilla. Yeah, I can see that. I was going to say it's not a flavor, but the mouth feels like velvet. The velvet, yes. Yeah, it's just, just like a smooth... Um, and I can see what you mean, yeah, about the tannins, because I'm not getting occasionally you get that back of tongue mm-hmm. or back of mouth sting. There's none of that. Right, and um, so that was the thing, because again... Black and brown people to get mm-hmm. them into red wine because that's why they stay away from it. Yeah. Because they're like, they don't know what it is. They're like, it just gets me back here. Yeah. And that's yeah. why they always point to the back of the throat. <laughs> yeah, and then we exactly. laugh. And well, we're I like, wouldn't know what it is either, right. but I've had that experience. But, but yeah, like, you say that and you drink something, yeah. and you're like, oh. And that yeah. automatically is a turn off because no one wants to yeah. feel that. Because I would say, I've had a few Merlots that do that, and now I just don't drink Merlots anymore. See? But I probably need to find the right ones. Right, and people say that. Now you need to just find one, okay, yeah. how long do was it do age? A, a, a so we do a Cab Merlot, and we're gonna do, we'll do okay. that as a bonus. I, okay. That one over there. Okay. So we're going to do that as a bonus, um, okay. because people say that. And so I just think that this is like a smooth wine. Again, this you don't need food for. Yeah. You can add food to it, but... Mm-hmm. It's got like a little peppery, a little smoky. Again, so yeah. that smokiness for this one is anything on your grill. 
Yeah. So my family is plant based, which is why all our wines are Mm -hmm. vegan. So this is like your your vegan burger. Mm -hmm. Um, This is your grilled vegetables. Yeah. Anything you grill. My dad is like the he's taught me the like master a, of the grilled cabbage. Like a grilled eggplant steak, I could feel like. A grilled this. eggplant steak. Yeah. I could, yeah, that could be good. Or the mushrooms. Yeah. But yeah. it also goes with your steak, mm-hmm. your ribs, mm-hmm. your burgers, your hot dogs. Like like yeah. I tell people, take this to whoever the grill master is. Yeah. And open it up. Yeah. Let it breathe for about 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. And then pour some of this for the grill master. Okay. They're gonna drink it and then you're gonna see them with the bottle. They're going to add, and they might add it to the sauce, but they're yeah. going to put it a little, you yeah. know, on the meat. Yeah. And then it's just that really good thing for just, because people are like, no, I wouldn't drink this with barbecue. Like, why wouldn't you? Yeah. I, I would. Yeah. Or anything with red, with a red sauce, spaghetti. Yeah. But my favorite with this pairing, mm-hmm. pizza. Okay. Okay. This is my pizza one. Because my family okay. does pizza at least once a week okay. like once yeah. a week okay you make your own or you order we do make our okay. own or we order um okay. we do we go to a place because everybody can get all their pizzas i don't yeah. know can i say names of places? yeah I think okay yeah, so fine. blaze pizza is like okay. our place or yeah. we go to blaze or mod okay. because you can order your own uh-huh. and because okay. everybody eats different things and that way everybody can get their vegan pizza mm-hmm. or the plant-based pizza and then we all come home and this pairs with no matter what anybody bought Mm. this is going to be that wine that we yeah. can all sit around. So we might not agree on our pizza choices. Yeah, yeah. But we can all agree on the <laughs> wine. wine that we're yeah. going to have. And a lot of times I go to restaurants and I order my wine first. Yeah, before then, you choose. Yeah, because people yeah. are like, what are you going to eat? Yeah. I need your wine menu. <laughs> and I'll tell you. And <laughs> I go to a lot of the same places. So yeah. I go to, um, we go to Fridays in mm-hmm. Keystone on the Crossing often. So now they know. If there's something new that's red, he's yeah. like... Bottle, yes, because yeah. I only drink yeah. by the bottle. Okay, yeah. And I encourage people yeah. to drink by the bottle. So, again, mm-hmm. this is a tip tip. People mm-hmm. think, oh, my gosh, but the bottle's $36. Yeah. If we all go out to eat, yeah. we're going to have a minimum two glasses. I'm yeah. telling you. Yeah, yeah, So, yeah. say they're $10 a glass yeah, for yeah, mass yeah. sake. Yeah. We just spent $20, $40, $60. Yeah. But we could have bought the bottle. Yeah. And the bottle might have been 42 Yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah, and yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. You also don't know when they opened it. So a lot of places that aren't oh, like that wine yeah. conscious. So it might have been open for a week in the back or something. And then you're getting and you're like, yeah, well, this isn't what I wanted. Yeah. And so people don't know. <laughs> yeah. The only place I know that's a wine that doesn't mm-hmm. even really do wine, but uh, Whole Foods, all their wine bars, yeah, they mark the bottles. Oh, okay. Oh, There's a couple of places it. in town, but they yeah. mark them. Oh, okay. So. Nice. Um, so that, but but if you don't, if they don't mark them, I just like yeah. give me a fresh bottle. And I've been to places where a friend of mine ordered a French Chablis, but mm. actually was getting cupcake. Oh, because the guy ended up bringing. He was like, "Oh, I have a little bit left in the bottle," and he bought it out. And I was like, oh. <laughs> "I was like, you just paid fourteen dollars yeah. a glass for that." Yeah. And then okay. the owner comes out and yeah. he's like, "I'm sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. and he brings us a, okay. a full bottle." <laughs> so to know what you're drinking, yeah. buy the bottle, and you can take it home. And that's what yeah. people forget. They cork it, they seal it. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, and if you're a parent mm-hmm. or you're an uncle mm-hmm. or an auntie or anyone who deals with children, please mm-hmm. put it in the trunk. Okay. Because we can all figure out how to get it out the backseat. Yeah, I do that. So I tell all my people, yeah. throw it in the trunk. <laughs> I, can get, I can figure out how to yeah. get that box. Yeah. <laughs> put, it in, put it in your trunk and then you're fine because yeah. the law is like okay with that. So, yeah. But yeah, but this is my, everybody says, well, you have a favorite. This is. This is fantastic. Uh, and I don't think you'd. 
I will get a bottle of this. I, I might not eat with it. Like I can see. see I don't often um, have it. I don't. Yeah. We'll see. I tell people, I so, mean, I will do my pizza, yeah. but this is the red wine for me that I can like, I want to just mm-hmm. come home. I want to open it. I'm going to come in. I'm going to open it. You know, mm-hmm. we all do our whatever come home routines in that 10, 15, yeah. 20 minutes you're doing your home routine. Yeah. You open it and just uncork it. Yeah. It's ready now. Yeah, it's brief. Yeah. It's ready to go. Um, yeah. And I am probably one of the very few people in wine. I tell people my confession is I do not own a decanter. Oh, Okay. I was just saying, I'm going to buy that's one. That's okay. <laughs> I don't. And my friends were always like, yeah. oh, my sommelier yeah. friends were always like, yes. I was like, I don't because I just open my bottle yeah. Yeah. and I go do laundry or whatever. Yeah. And then and I come back ready. and yeah. I drink it. And I do have a personal, I do have a personal aerator though. Okay. Okay. Like so, when you're pouring. Yeah, yeah. So I can just put it in there and, yeah, yeah. and personal okay. aerate. Um, okay. But you know, when you go to people's houses, you, yeah. I don't think people look kindly on that. But yeah, yeah. yeah. So what music <laughs> did you choose for so, this? I was thinking. I'm excited. I, I had been thinking about some people when I was reading about um, y'all's company earlier. Yes. Um, I was thinking about a piece and I was hoping that a wine would hold up to it. I think this one does. Yes, please. Um, I'm getting more of this uh, yes. delicious wine. I appreciate that. Um, I, th- I, w- I want to try this. I, it, the, the, the music that, we're gonna, that I'm going to choose here might be a little too dark and mysterious because I think mm-hmm. that this wine is dark, but I don't know if it's necessarily mysterious as much as it is approachable. Um, and so we'll see. I like that balance, uh, this dark yeah. and approachable. Yes, I, I, I would say that that's what this is. I'm now, um, I'm stealing that. that uh, oh, wait, please. That's a tasty <laughs> note from now on. It's dark but approachable. Good. <laughs> Just saying. Um, the piece I want to choose, though, because I was thinking about, as you guys, you, you said you're the first uh, black-owned yeah, vegan, vegan winery. In the United in, in the, States. Yeah. So that made me think of the first black composer to get a Pulitzer. Um, so I was thinking George Walker's piece, Lilacs, which is the one that won the, the Pulitzer. And so this was in 1996. It's soprano and orchestra. You're nodding as if you might know this piece. A little, I'm a little familiar. Okay. Because I happen to know, uh, you know, somebody who only plays black composers. Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> yes, so I mean, I know a happens to have a, a pretty good podcast. Yeah, a pretty good podcast. Yeah. So, you know, I just, so I know a Check little it out bit of the classical music indie family. Please but, do. Um, so I was thinking about this piece, George Walker's Lilacs. And so, yeah, I'm worried it's a little too mysterious for this wine, but I think there's going to be some parts that work well. Oh, let's so let's it. go ahead, and regardless, we should listen to it anyway. We so, should. Yeah, so we here's should. a little bit of George Walker's Lilacs from 
Oh my um, gosh. All right. So Nicole, what do you think about this one? Perfect. Spot on. Okay. Okay. Spot Good. on. And I know we talked about maybe two, mm -hmm. but it's Conjure. Oh, yeah. It fits the name. So I didn't even think of that. It fits the name yeah. perfectly. It's Conjuration. Yeah. Right. And so what are we conjuring? Mm -hmm. And then I love that it's named Lilac, which is mm -hmm. so light mm -hmm. and just buoyancy. It has a buoyancy mm -hmm. to it. Yeah. But then we get into that depth yeah. and the deepness. So that color. Yeah. Because, like I said, when we look at it kind of on mm -hmm. the side, it's got those rings of color. Yeah. So we're going from the light, kind of we get a little darker and mm -hmm. darker. And so that music, it does it. So you have yeah. the beautiful singing and it's like, it's lifting us, but mm -hmm. then the music, the doom, yeah. doom, like it's keeping <laughs> us in that. We're in the old barrel again. Yeah. We're in yeah. the dark of yeah. the barrel that has to do its work. But yeah. it's still singing out to us, and yeah. it's still like, and then it's like, I'm ready. Yeah. So I love that. Well, good. I'm glad you like that choice. And by yeah. the way, I will say to the listeners, uh, if you've not listened to that entire piece, do so. Uh, maybe even just stop, pause us right now, and then go listen to the whole piece. Uh, it's not a super long piece. It's, it's 12 to 15 minutes, maybe. Yes. Um, but really fantastic. What I love about it, there's those, that maybe take up the one, there's the sort of like attention-grabbing chimes. They yes. keep coming back. They keep coming uh, back. Yeah. And there's something um, in this one. I'm trying, I can't figure what it is. I, see, I thought. There is something that sort of like grabs me, but in a very. Um, Maybe. It's the dark fruit, probably, in the, in the middle of my tongue. Um, I'm not sure. Yeah. They should have sent a, a poet or a sommelier to host this. But no, <laughs> this is perfect, right? You get the dark fruit, but you also, to me, maybe get the baking spice. Yeah, okay. I can see that. From the yeah. barrel. And I'd like you get a different yeah. one. Yeah. So that's the chime. Yeah, like, like, I think so. And this spice. Yeah. And <laughs> this spice. I can see that. Like, yeah. ding. Oh, I yeah. love. Yeah. And I, just, and there's no tannins in the wine or in the piece. There's right. nothing in the back. Right, there's nothing to just like. And, I, and yeah. when I thought about that, she was like, which one? I'm like, okay, now I need to go through that whole piece again and mm -hmm. pair each of our wines to a section of that. Oh, I can see that. Yeah. That'd be kind of fun. I have just like a little pour ready for right. each mo moment of the piece. Yes, for yeah. each moment. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I this like is your that. first moment. And, and a yeah. small bite. Yeah. <laughs> You can have a whole meal by the time. Right, I was going to say you have a whole meal, and it'll be just like, like and just idea. to get to kind of sit in that. Yeah. 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 I Good. love that. I love that. That was great. I that was great. So I see you, you grabbed another bottle while I, we were, were doing that, which I did. So I makes me to, happy. I always like when people bring more bottles right. to the table. So this was, we were talking about the um, blend. So this is the Gratitude. <coughs> Excuse me. Sorry. So gratitude Red Blend. So this is our Cabernet Sauvignon and Merlot. If you want, we can do mm. a different glass. We can move. Um, we have more glasses. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll grab one. We need two glasses. Yeah, actually, it's like I might like to compare just a blend mm -hmm. to uh, the Zenfandel that we're drinking. Yep. So. Okay, you said this one's called Gratitude. So this right? is Gratitude. So, yes, this is our red blend. So, again, Cabernet Sauvignon, less time in oak. Um, we do not leave it in oak for a long time. And then we let so it finish um, kind of aging in the bottle before we put it out. So again, you talked about Merlot. Mm -hmm. So this I is, said I don't like right. it. Right. And so this is <laughs> Cabernet Sauvignon and Merlot. It. Okay. So Merlot is that real fruitiness. I like it when a guest wants to prove me wrong. Right. It's something. like fruit foreignness, <laughs> but Cabernet Sauvignon has the acidity and the balance. Okay. So after you try this, and I'll tell you what my favorite pairing is of this. 
Oh, okay. So you're going to do the pairing? Perfect. I'll just, well, I'll tell you, it's not a musical pairing. Oh, okay. That's food. fine. We I'll tell you a food, a food pairing. pairing. Perfect. So, again, more fruit forward. Yeah. So get the Merlot fruit and then on the back, and then you kind of get that acidity. Mm-hmm. The cab acidity comes right through. Mm-hmm. And then on the back, you get, it just mellows out. Yeah. On the back end. Mm-hmm. So you can get a little bit of that, oh, okay, I know it was yeah. an oak. Yeah, and so again, opening it up because again, you know, we we forget wine is is an agricultural product. Mm-hmm. We forget that living, mm-hmm. breathing organism. We've trapped it in a bottle. Yeah, we have to save it. That's our job. <laughs> That's our job as humans. It's like save me. And it's you, our noble quest. It is. When you somebody, go down the shelf, somebody has to do and it. And you hear it. It's like yeah. I heard it. It's like, save me. They're like, where are you going? To the wine aisle. So yes, my favorite stores are wine stores. I don't mm-hmm. like the grocery shop. So. <laughs> So then, so you have yeah, that balance nice. of again, it's not as silky smooth mm-hmm. as the conjure. Yeah, but you know, people like that. Mm-hmm. Like, give me the fruit, punch me, yeah. punch me with that fruit. And I, I'm feeling like this would actually do better with food. Yeah, this is than absolutely the conjure. This is yeah. absolutely a food. Yeah. So for me, um, peanut butter and jelly. Wait, that's the pairing you were gonna tell? Yes. I did not expect that. I know, no people don't. What it's, kind of bread? So um I wheat bread. Okay. Or a good ciabatta. Okay. Bun. Okay. I think I'm pronouncing it right. And then yeah. toast it up. Okay. A little bit. So I have an air fryer, so I toast it up yeah. in my air fryer. Okay. And then you do your peanut butter, and then you do your jelly. So that jelly, kind of jelly? so I like a really good um just Welch's grape. Okay. But you could do strawberry. I've done strawberry. Okay. Strawberry jam is okay. works really okay. well. So you the fruitness from the jelly mm-hmm. is going to really bring that Merlot fruit forward. Yeah. And then that Cabernet, it's like, oh, the peanut butter like, melts into that. This is my, this is my late night snack. Like, okay. And my family yeah. knows when I'm making a peanut butter jelly what's about to happen. Yeah. <laughs> and I've learned to make two. I've learned to put one under the napkin yeah. and one because I cut mine in. And now I cut them in four. I used to cut okay. it in half and they yeah. can take it. Now I do it in four so they okay. can come pick up pieces. Yeah. And I okay. still at least get ABs. And then I have a whole other sandwich prepared. Yeah, you're, you're so I'm, I'm, yeah I'm ready. I've <laughs> done it. Well, hopefully they won't but, hear that that's your secret. Yeah. <laughs> this, it, right, oh, right. <laughs> but this is, yeah, this is definitely food wine. So this is mm-hmm. any, again... Yeah. Your um, chicken parmesan, yeah. Your spaghetti, any of your red sauces, and again, yeah. it could be your steak. Yeah. Um, it could be your grilled onions or your deep fried onions. Mm-hmm. So this definitely, I always say, needs a food. Mm-hmm. Versus conjure does not need a food. I'm kind of thinking like Hispanic or Mexican type foods. Oh, you might be good, like a uh, something with tahini. That's what I was going to say, yes. I, I don't know what it would or be. Or, uh, you know, a garlic aioli sauce. Oh, yeah. I can see that. I think because this this one... So, okay, I will say, it doesn't it doesn't do the back of the mouth. Right. right? Again, no tannins. Yeah. Smooth out. Um, but I think it's strong. The, the flavor is big enough that it can punch through a little bit. It with could. the food, which sort of... Okay, actually, I'm going to ask kind of another ignorant question. When people talk about pairing wine and food, because mm-hmm. we've been pairing... The whole show is about pairing wine and music. Yes. Um... What exactly are they looking for? Are they, are they looking for complementary or are they looking for contrasting that enhances the other? Both. So okay. a lot of people could say, I'm going to do a complementary or some people mm-hmm. are like, oh, if you're doing it's salt, then it should be, you know, it's like sweet. Mm-hmm. It should be, it could be sweet, sweet. Or you can uh-huh. do sweet and maybe something dry. doesn't okay. work for me. Okay. But you can do something that is juxtaposed okay. in the tasting, which I think this, 
I think peanut butter and jelly is a juxtaposition, but also a direct pairing. Okay. Of it because of the jelly mm-hmm. to the grape, but yeah. the peanut butter yeah. comes in and gives you like a different taste that blends can, it together. Yeah. Like the salt, like there's not saltiness in this, right? Right. So like you get a saltiness through it. Okay. Exactly. So my okay. favorite, like I am a, I'm a huge fanatic. Um, PB and J, you talked about the amp. Mm-hmm. It's they're in the amp and they oh, okay, make great. gourmet okay. peanut butter jelly sandwiches. Oh, okay. So that's kind of how we came on this. He oh, was like, okay. we were talking one day, we yeah. were just trying one, and I'm like, so we'll be doing a gourmet peanut butter yeah. jelly okay. with him. But that is just one. I just wanted to kind of throw that in. I know that wasn't on our agenda. No, I appreciate it, and I would definitely say, yeah, if someone yeah. looking at your products and is is thinking about like planning an actual like the real dinner, a sit down right. dinner, I think this would go really well. I think Absolutely. The, um, the conjure, I would definitely drink. Uh, the first bottle I buy is probably I'm going to just drink it by itself. Like my wife and I will open it. We'll sit on our porch and talk and just have some music playing. Right, and, that, and we that's probably won't even eat. It would be like before I even start cooking dinner. Right, or uh, you could add yeah. a little charcuterie. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, just you a, could, uh, yeah, like just a small bite. Yeah. Small bites. Um, yeah. Tulip tree creamery. Yeah, that's local. Makes yeah. amazing cheese, yeah. and we just did a cheese, um, a cheese and wine box for the oh. proper lamb. So we okay, do their events. So okay, I'm just. Telling people there's okay. great local things yeah. that you haven't tried. Yeah. What's the last one we're tasting? So we're going to end on a sweeter note. Okay. So this is our for dessert. Sipgria. So this is our brand new offering. And do you, brand new offering. And this is going to be um, a little blood orange okay. wine. So this is a, well, a, a sangria? Or? Yes, it's a sangria okay. blended with agave wine. Oh, Okay. So this is a super fun one. Super, super fun. Um, and it's we make it in a plastic bottle because we're like, it's for the beach. Uh, for the, boat, okay. for the yeah. patio, for the porch. Yeah. Like it's portable. It's two and a half glasses. Yeah, so this is a smaller bottle. I'm smaller saying. bottle. Take it out yeah. Um, yeah. with your friends. 13%, I'm saying. Yes, 13%. Okay. So. And then uh, you can add still, Where would someone find this in the store? So this one is only right now exclusive to sipandsharewines.com. Oh, okay, When you perfect. see us so, out and yeah. about. I saw that you also have like a Wine of the Month Club. People can we do. sign up to have just some shipped every month. Yep, we and, shipped every okay. month. And we just did, mm-hmm. so in June, when we when mm-hmm. we debuted them, everyone got four of them. Oh, okay. So we have a white Fun. one and a red yeah. one, so we have two. So again, fruity, Ooh. floral... I Sorry, that, that, was, that was a fun ooh. Right, right. And that, <laughs> but that agave one. Especially after the... Yes. The, the, right, we went from dry right now we're going yeah. here. Yeah. So that, but with the agave wine with people is the base for tequila. Yeah. So tequila at first, it's 100% blue agave. Okay. So we've we've done the fermentation. So you order that from... Like you, you order blue agave in from... We blue, yeah, from that comes from... Um, it comes from Mexico to our okay. California distributors. Okay. And then they okay. ship it to us. Okay, and we make it, and we make that separate, and then we make the wine separate, and then we yeah. blend them on the back end. So it's super it. fun. I'm going to tell you right now, I haven't tasted it. I've but smelled it a few times. I can feel you can my f- salivary glands. I'm like, come on, come on. Because give me that sweet. you smelled it, and they're <laughs> yeah. like, give it to me. Yeah, it's exactly. sweet. And that's why I tell people, it's ready for you. Do you, uh, this one, do you swirl? Do you worry about that with this kind of a thing? Not I mean, really. Other than just the fun of the habit. I mean, just the fun. It, it's a habit for yeah, me. But so it doesn't whenever actually, you see me in public, yeah. you're, you're, you'll see me. You'll always. <laughs> I, it's, it's, all, it's like muscle memory. I just do it. Um, but... You can because it's still wine and it, it still was trapped in a bottle. But it's, so it's not too <laughs> sweet. But That it, is 
dangerous. Yes. Because it tastes <laughs> so like good. juice. It does taste like juice. That is so good. But uh, when you get when when you get out on your boat or the beach yeah. or wherever you're going, yeah. and again, it's you know, it's it's plastic. You can you can throw it in the cooler. Yeah. So like I say, yeah. when the men are doing the beer and you're like, I'm just yeah. not in a beer. Yeah. But I also can't take this huge bottle of whatever liquor. You just throw yeah. these in. Yeah. And like I said, we have it in white, we have it in red. Yeah. You throw that in, you take it out. It's it's just super fun. So it's um yeah, it's sipgria. It's like no, the, the, the name's accurate. Yeah. So it's our version of sangria. That is so and it's good. so fun. And here's the thing. There's a, there's um some smaller wineries do some super sweet things in this family. Yes. And they usually, I don't like them. Because usually it's so sweet. It's too sweet. That there's no fruit. It just tastes like I'm drinking sugar. Um. Usually, I think sometimes the ABV is slightly lower. I'm not sure about that. It but, is, because okay. that's the more sugar, the yeah. lower the ABV. Okay. Yeah. That's a sip tip. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> See? That's a sip tip. That's a sip tip. The like lower the ABV. <laughs> so if you like a friend and they like yeah. sweet wine, 10% and under. It's super easy. Grab the bottle, just go. Yeah. Do they like white? Do they like red? Yeah. Go. Yeah. But this, it doesn't have, it's not an overwhelmingly sweet. It's a very pleasant sweet. Like, it still tastes like, I can, I can still taste the fruit. I can still taste... Um, okay, let me, let me try it again. Sorry. Yeah. I, I didn't have an end of that sentence yet. Like, there's still some dignity in there, if that makes sense. Oh, no, it you makes know. sense. It's not, just a, it's not just a sugar bottle. Right. And yeah. this was for, like... Um, Ooh, I'm getting the citrus at the end there. Get that. And that's that blood orange. Okay. That's what that is. Uh, and blood that orange nice. citrus to get you. Yeah. And I have young, um, I have young adults. Mm -hmm. And so... My daughter was like, this is the kind of drink we like to drink. Yeah. And I was like, well, I think we can do that. And yeah. um, we were always telling people how to mix some of our mm -hmm. products. So I was like, yeah. we should just do it, do it yourself. Do it yourself. <laughs> and so we did it. And so this is like my my young adults are like, yeah, yeah that's what we want. Yeah. They're like, this is our pre-gaming. We're mm -hmm. doing this at home. Yeah. We're pouring it up. You know, we're splitting this mm -hmm. up. The four girls of us. Yeah. We're, 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 we take it in the Uber because that's what, <laughs> when we get out of the Uber, we can throw it away yeah. before we go into the wherever we're going. Yeah. And I like that. I also made it big enough that mm -hmm. um, you can't put it anywhere in your body. Okay. Yeah. Um, for the club set. Yeah. Because you can, it's yeah. small enough, you can fit it somewhere on your body. Yeah. No, and yeah, it's too big. You know, they, they're going to mm -hmm. carry small purses, but they love it. And that's yeah. kind of what it's for, like that. Yeah. But it's also just to sit at your home. Yeah. No, I can see this. And then you can add yeah. your own fruit or mm -hmm. whatever to it. Would you ever add any spirits yeah. to it? You can. I would add extra tequila. Yeah, just a little bit of tequila. I could do a half shot maybe for the glass. That could be pretty if you good. You wanted to heighten it up? Yeah. Yeah. So I would say, yeah, okay. I tell people to heighten it up. Go ahead and put your fruit, yeah, in your whatever your, your pitcher, yeah. Put a layer of tequila first, mm. and let it sit two, three days, depending upon who you're inviting, or okay. five days, okay. And pour this on top. Okay. All right, Mix that sounds up. pretty good. Pour it in your okay. yeah. Some people add yeah. um, Sprite or okay. ginger ale. Yeah. You know, some people yeah. do that. You know, but yeah. To me, you just need the fruit. Yeah. So the tequila has soaked into the fruit. Yeah, I can see that. Nice. And now people are. Yeah. And then they're they're biting in the fruit. Fire pit ready. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Okay, I'm trying to think of. I know. I know. I don't know if it's gonna get you. I was I like, know. he's gonna be stumped. I'll and so, if you've got any ideas, I'm open to them. 
No, I'm I want to hear yours. Here. Oh gosh. Okay. Right. Like, I'm gonna I'm gonna drink and stall here. I know it was like fun, playful end. That's why mm. I was like, I'm gonna give him a fun, playful end. Hmm. I am at the moment drawing a blank. I'm thinking here. Um, trying. I'm trying to come up with a piece off uh, Premium Blends Vices. One of my favorite jazz albums from the last couple of years from here in Indianapolis. Um, I've spun it many times on my turntable. I'm just trying to figure out which track it might be off of that. Because um, there's some really fantastic playing on that album. Um, do you know any specific tracks off of that? I know, I, I'd now, have to look at now a track I'm trying list. to think. Because I'm thinking they did that, and then they also did the one that was like the 30th Street. Yes. Uh, yeah. Um, I happen to know Vices a little bit more. Right. Yeah. Um, see, yep. And I'm like, oh, man. Okay. I think. Trying to remember. I love it. She's like, yeah, I'm just giving me some tracks. Okay. All right. I let's think just I'm going to do Vices. You want to just, yeah, let's just try. I was either going to try Vices or Walk Away. I think let's just try Ooh. Vices. Yeah, um, that one's got Rob Dixon on it. Another My fantastic local favorite. player. My favorite. Yeah, so let, let, let's go ahead and try Vices here. It's from the album Vices. Uh, let's give that a listen and see uh, how it holds up. Because I just feel like this is the thing I would want to be sitting <clears throat> in by the river or by uh, or by a lake, listening to some jazz, sipping some wine as the sun's setting. This is I'm it. Thinking, this yeah. is it. And yeah. Rob Dixon is one of my. All-time favorites. I, okay. I'm going to say I stalked okay. him, but okay. he used to be at the Jazz Kitchen every Wednesday night. Okay. He used to do, okay. And it was him in Triology. Yeah. Okay. And I wrote some of my best lyrics for musical oh, theater. Okay, fantastic. So, okay. All right, well, let's give a little bit of that. Let's give that, yeah. Thank you. 
Well, I will. This has been a lot of fun. So we've done Maurice Ravel, George Walker, and now Premium Blend with Ron Dixon playing on the saxophone there. Yeah. Um, we've tried. I've, I've gotten a sample four of your fantastic products. They are all wonderful. You said that you do tastings all over. Many of them are available or on your website, which is sipandsharewines.com. Very good. And so you can do a, if you're an indie. It's pretty easy, right, to do uh, yeah. some sort of... Uh, yeah, you can call us, but we do travel. Yeah, but people, so. but then also people can order from some other states, right? Also, yeah, we, we, we ship everywhere, and on our website it tells you where we don't ship, like four states that just okay. don't like wine. <laughs> well, that's a pity. Yeah, they don't. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, four, four random states that okay. most people don't live in, but yes. <laughs> okay, sounds good. But they should. And, and I also wanted to say that we were yeah. talking, like, is yeah. it classicalmusicindy.com? Because you have a... Dot org. Dot org. We're very Classical <laughs> for the amazing live shows. So, thank you so much. This has been such a pleasure. Thank it you for giving me the tour on all of your wines. Um, I'll tell you that uh, before the week is done, I'm going to go buy a bottle of Conjure. Thank you. I'm, I'm going to... Thank you. Yeah. Sit with my wife on the porch and we're going to drink that and listen to some music and have a nice time. And I'm awesome. looking forward to that. So, thank you so much, Nicole. And everybody, please check out Sip and Share. They're doing some really great work and for all the right reasons. Cheers. Classical Pairings is a listener-supported podcast. Please support us by texting the word PAIR, P-A-I-R, to 202-858-1233 to help us keep bringing you the best craft food and beverage makers paired with classical music. Classical Pairings is a production of Classical Music Indie, and our producer is Daniel Porter. I hope you'll join me for Classical Pairings Live, an event series presented by the National Bank of Indianapolis. Beginning in August, each Classical Pairings Live is hosted by a local food and beverage partner, where you'll sample great food and beverage paired with live music by talented local artists. You can find out more about our next Classical Pairings Live event at classicalmusicindie.org. Cheers, and I'll see you next time.